0: Now let's take a look at the bigger picture. Greg Swenson's with us. Founding partner, Brig McAdam. Thank you very much for being with us. So how are you feeling? We were just talking about the market volatility. We're looking back to those June lows. In the meantime, the VIX is back above 30. In fact, right now it's at 32, right? So it has been creeping higher. That tells you folks are a bit jittery.
1: Yeah, Nicole, I wish I had some better news for you than than your last guest, than Tom. But it, this is a really, there's a lot of neg- negative sentiment in the market. And it's not just sentiment. It's just really bad news, too. And so, um, you know, look, I, I think the last time I was on, I was talking about how bonds had traded down Dramatically, and rates were, you know, back, you know, up, up to, you know, like five-year highs. But the equity markets had only given half of their, of their, um, their gains back to, you know, to back to the June levels. They don't, they don't, they traded off a few weeks ago, but it was still only gave back half. Well, now they're back to the June levels. Uh, I think there's an, a, another leg down here, and you know, just from a macro perspective. There's just not a lot of good news here. Um, everything's correlated, everything's down. I think there's, you know, recession is ahead. You know, you, you, we were just talking about the yield curve inversions. I don't think there's a lot of doubt that that we are in a recession or will be in a recession. And then the question is, you know, when, when do we hit bottom and when do we come out of it? But I think in the meantime, we just gotta, we, we have to keep a lot of dry powder.
0: Yeah, and in the meantime, I believe you're over there abroad in Europe, and when you look at what's going on with the U.S. dollar, I think a lot of the companies, when we're hearing what they're saying about earnings, they're going to be talking about dollar headwinds because the U.S. dollar is so incredibly strong, and as you well know, new highs uh, as the pound is hitting new lows, the euro's off, yeah. the, the dollar's basically 20-year highs. What does this mean? Yeah.
1: It's you know it's painful for the for the economies here in Europe. I'm in London. you know we we obviously pay quite a bit of attention to the pound to, to the sterling versus right. dollar every day. But now it's front page news. I, I think it was basically the headline of of every you know financial media and every newspaper in the world today. Um, so this is you know big news here, but it's big news globally. It's painful for the U.K. economy. I think that they're thinking long term. The, the budget that was announced on Friday was it's an experiment. I think it's bold. I think it will work in the long term. but And something has to be done. What, you know, the, the Keynesian philosophy in these big Western governments is not working. It hasn't worked for a long time. So, you know, good for Liz Truss, the new prime minister. For going back to core principles to, to basically liberate the supply side. And everybody seems to be focused on the demand side. Uh, you know, I in my view, economic destruction doesn't have to be the only way to to reduce inflation. You can do it with the supply side as well. I think I think they're trying to do that here, but the initial market reaction to it um, because of the deficit spending was negative. And you saw that over the weekend with Sterling and you saw it today with the markets.
0: Yeah, to your point, right, when when you have the tax cut plan and so people are worried about inflation and you could have the Bank of England um, unexpectedly, they, they have no qualms about now raising rates um, when you don't yeah. expect it. They said they won't hesitate to do so in order to tame inflation. So definitely a wild card happening over there. In the meantime, you talked about putting money to work, and you're not putting it to work in Europe as much as you would say um, right here at home in USA. You're looking at energy, food security. You talked about Blue Owl capital. Tell me a little bit about some of the picks and where the best bets are.
1: You know, look, if you have to be in liquid assets, yes, you know, be in the defensive sectors, you know, healthcare, for example. But, you know, Blue Owl is just a, a, a liquid way to play the private equity or private credit markets you know for some investors that can invest directly in private equity funds or in private equity projects they should do that if you're restricted you know let's say in your 401k then you know stay in the liquid the, the liquid forms to do that and there are plenty of ways to do that but i think right now the capital markets the liquid markets have headwinds ahead, I think you stay in real assets that are inflation protected, non-correlated. As I mentioned earlier, everything in the liquid market seems to be correlating now, even gold, oil, bonds, equities. So uh, if you can invest in real assets, they're a great inflation hedge. Their Returns are typically inflation adjusted or CPI adjusted. So there's ways to, to take advantage of this, or at least to, to kind of weather the storm here until we see, some optimism come back to the markets. But as long as the Western governments, with the exception of the United Kingdom, continue to to constrain or have hostility to the supply side or basically to the private sector, I don't think there's going to be any sort of healthy recovery in terms of economic growth. But you're also increasing the risk of inflation by keeping supply down. So uh, I think that you know, what's going on in the U- here in the UK is going to be a great experiment. It worked from 1980 to 2005. And I think it'll work again. You know, again, good for Liz Trust for being brave enough to, to stick with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, understood. Okay. In the meantime, you also mentioned um, energy, food, food security. Just expand on that. This, as oil is moving lower, a lot of our guests have been saying that they think it will move higher later in the year and into the new year. How would you play energy? How would you play food?
1: you know i I liked i liked any kind of production but i also like the majors because even when oil prices move around they still benefit you know from lower oil prices if they're doing a lot of refining um there's some great stories in the u.s um you know because i think the future is going at least the near term or medium term future is going to be producing natural gas so if you can get exposure to that in the liquid market you should um this hostility to the energy sector might last another two years, might only be another six weeks um, in, until the midterm. So I think any time, any kind, you, time you could get exposure, and at, at the right level, to natural gas or even oil production, you should do that. And then you know you're seeing a a, a turnaround here in Europe because we are are he- facing a, an energy crisis and a cost of living crisis here in in the UK for sure. But in the rest of Europe, you'll see some pain. At the corporate level in germany especially but the rest of the continent with higher energy prices this winter i think there's a, a snapback you're starting to see some activity in coal moving around so look you, you know you can have your view on the long term uh, long-term transition, but natural gas is a transition energy. We need a lot more of it here, so that's one sector I would keep an eye on. Again, try not to buy it when it's you know when it's up significantly over the last few weeks. But then, the, any sort of real assets are naturally inflation-adjusted because as you know, if they're commodity-based, you know they they protect against the stronger dollar because you know like oil most real assets and i'm talking about agriculture food and also the logistics around those things they're all inflation adjusted so even though you're seeing massive volatility with the dollar i know it's it makes it really hard for to to, to make investments you know makes it hard for companies to invest they can't really plan ahead for you know this kind of uh, fx volatility yeah but if you can assets, real assets, where you don't really care about dollar volatility, then then you'll be okay.
0: Great to see you, Greg. Thank you so much. Greg Swenson, founding partner, Greg McAdam. Thank you.